Hi, you're listening to Your Best with my nanny, Kathy Weckworth. Hi, this is Kathy Weckworth, Executive Director of Best Life Ministries, and you're listening to Your Best, a motivational, inspirational 30 minutes that will help you want to be your best. Hi, listeners. Today's topic is encouragement. A few weeks ago, I had a deadline for my newspaper column. I had done a lot of research, interviewed a darling couple, and was looking forward to being finished. But when I turned my computer back on, I was horrified. I tried to retrieve the file and couldn't find it. My stomach sank to the floor. I did what any mother of 20-something kids would do. I called my child. Lexi assured me that I would be fine as long as I had remembered to back up everything on my hard drive. "Uh Uh-oh, I replied. Mom, you have to back up your work and then it will never be lost. What are you doing? She asked. I hung up the phone, dialed the couple and said, guess what? I'm coming back over. I learned my lesson. Back up the hard drive. I began to think about the word encouragement and how hard it is to find in the inner workings of the hard drives of our lives. Webster's Dictionary says encouragement means support that gives someone hope or confidence or to motivate somebody to take a course of action to assist something to occur or increase. Hebrews 3.13 says we are to encourage one another daily. It doesn't say once in a lifetime or just when you feel like it or when someone has done something really spectacular. No, it says day after day. If our responsibility is to encourage, we need to be doing just that. We can't just shut down like my laptop did and not have any memory of good things of life that God's given us. We can't shut down and not share any encouragement with others. You see, on the hard drive of who we are, our hearts, our spirits, our personalities, God has uniquely crafted this thing called our soul. When people believe in us, encourage us, spur us on to do good things, we are better people. We do greater things for God. We're happier. We believe deeper. We reach higher. God has backed up our hard drive with His words, telling us that He loves us and believes in us and wants the best for us. He says in John 10:10b, I came to give you real and eternal life, more and better life than they ever dreamed of. He loves us. He wants His best for us. Now we, in turn, need to do that for others. Well, today on our show, I want to welcome a very special guest, my mom. So often I see on the Pioneer Woman or even on David Letterman, they have their moms as special guests, and it's so fun to actually get a glimpse into their personal life. So today there is no one more encouraging to me or my family than my own mom. So I'm going to welcome her. As I said, mom is on the show today. Hi, mom. How are you? Well, I'm just fine. Wonderful day. Oh, I'm so glad. Is the sun shining there finally? Yes, finally. Oh, that's so good. Mom has been talking about all of the rain in Iowa, and it's been kind of stressful for the farmers here. So how are they doing with crops there, Mom? I don't think too good because we've had so much rain, and it's predicted for tonight and tomorrow. And uh, lots of people have water in their basement. Uh, The bank was closed yesterday. They couldn't uh, run their machines because of the water in the basement. So we're hoping, uh, the sun is shining now, we're hoping to dry out a bit before more rain arrives. 
So today we're talking about encouragement. And my mom has been great about this for years. She and daddy were so encouraging. My father was a college professor and he was always encouraging um, his students, wasn't he, mom? He was really great at that. Yes, he always helped them, extra help. We went to weddings if someone was married. We went to visit when they had, uh, the wife had a new baby and we just kept right in touch with them even today. After many years, they keep in touch with me. Oh, I love that. Mom, why do you think it is important, you know, for people to uh, give encouragement? And why do you think people aren't doing that? I think today people are very self-involved. For one thing, maybe they don't mean to be, but their work and their home life uh, takes over. And they forget to look around to see who they could encourage and who really needs encouragement. I think that's so true. And then I think that it's just, uh, for some people, maybe it doesn't come easy Mm. to go out and find somebody to help. But there are more people today who need to be helped and who need to be encouraged than I have noticed in the past. Now, why do you think it's important to encourage people, Mom? Well, I really feel that some people would not do well at all if they didn't have encouragers. There are sometimes people who are very down and discouraged, and I have found sending them a card or a letter or making a phone call or putting a little check in the mail to them and uh, with a pretty card, this does the world of good. And they'll, they'll pick themselves up from a dark spot and go forward and do better. I think you're so right, because I've seen that, you know, just learning that from you and Daddy. Um, Dad was good about visiting and calling. You've just been incredible about sending notes and encouragement. And just to get those notes in the mail and, you know, feel like somebody actually cares is such a lift of the spirits. I think about our friend Lori Shaw, and after her mom died, remember, uh, Mom, she called and said that she really appreciated the fact that when she went in to, you know, clean out some of her mother's things, she said, I found so many notes from your mom. And that was such an incredible encouragement um, to Mrs. Shaw and to Lori, you know, her daughter, that you had done that. So I think it's really true that people really need encouragement. And you've been an encourager, Mom, for the simple things of letter writing. Um, How do you go about deciding who you think needs encouragement? Well, I look about my church to older people. Now, I'm older, but I'm fortunately able to attend all the meetings, but some of the people cannot attend. And one lady, when I wrote to her, she wrote back and said, when we get older, people forget us, and we must not forget our older adults. Mm, that's so true, Mom. And then our children, our young people, the mothers, many of the mothers are working a couple of jobs and the dad's working and they just don't have time to sit down and, and talk to their children. And we need to tell our children and our grandchildren that they're really doing great and they're just greatest. I uh, think that's so that's good, Mom. I know. I know with the little grandsons, Noah and Jonah. So Jonah's just turned six and Noah's going to be two in a couple of weeks. And mom is so fun about sending them notes. So she'll find a little card and she puts a dollar in the card for them. And 
they're so excited to open it up. They've got their piggy banks and they're saving. You know, Noah is so cute. He doesn't even know what it means, but he's always happy and, you know, throws the dollar around. But mom really invests into, you know, their lives. And, and that's her great-grandchildren. And so I think that's a, a wonderful blessing, mom. How do you think it, it helps us? You know, we're, we're encouraging others. I try really hard to be like you and daddy. I try to encourage people in conversation, um, you know, calling, texting. How do you think it affects others? Um, and how does it affect us? I think that we feel good that we're able to do something for someone. As we grow older, there are less things that we can do because of health and being shut in or being ill, but it makes us feel good that we have been able to come in contact with somebody who needs something. Mm -hmm. And we feel that we're putting something back into life. We can't just take out, it's like, encouragement is like money in the bank. You, You have to keep putting in. As we are getting older, it's real important to keep in touch with young people, with our great-grandchildren, our grandchildren, our neighbor children. And it just makes them happy to know that someone is thinking about them, and it gives us a real boost. So thinking about that, Mom, the neighbor children, it makes me remember being a child. And we had such a great neighborhood. You know, I think about all of those people, um, the Belairs, the Lines, the Rarics, the Higgins, the Huckins, the Firsts, all of those people. Because, you know, we lived on a, a big square up at the end of um, the hill there. And so we had a really good camaraderie. But I know that as kids growing up, you know, sometimes it was difficult, especially I think about Mike across the street. And we've talked about him for years and, you know, we loved him. He was a a challenging character. I think today's world would probably say he had maybe ADD or something. But, you know, you and Daddy were great encouragers to him. Do you remember? Oh, I remember him coming from school and having a snack at our house and then playing. And just recently, about a month ago, he came from Minnesota with his wife and was visiting with his Um, godmother in town and came here to see me but I was gone out of town and I didn't get to see him but it's good to know that you have made enough mark in someone's life that years later they would want to come and visit. Exactly and I I love it because if you remember I don't know probably 15 years ago he came um, and talked to you and daddy and he said what an incredible difference you guys had made in his life that you know, there was a point where he was very discouraged. You know, he had a hard time growing up and you guys invested in him. I mean, I remember coming home as a child and there he would be sitting at the kitchen table. You know, you'd have just made fresh bread and we'd have peanut butter and milk. And I would think, how come that kid is always over at my house? What's the deal? But you guys saw a need, you know, a need that was important. His parents weren't as uh, caring about him as perhaps they could be. And so you guys were the encouragement. You continued to fill him up. And I loved that, you know, he cared enough to come back years later, sit down and say, you guys made a difference in my life. So I think what you're talking about, Mom, is even just, you know, going from day to day, thinking about encouraging the people around us, it's valuable. It's like what you said. It's it's putting money in a bank of someone's spirit, their heart and soul. And it's probably saving someone from getting in trouble later on from a bad life because he has gone forward and 
He has his own garage, and he just repairs cars. He does very well now. I love that. And the other thing I love is that, you know, you're still really great friends. Yes, that's very important that we keep in touch with people. And it's very difficult in this fast-moving world to keep in touch. But we need to, just recently, around Christmas time, I kept in touch with a former missionary. She's back living in the Minneapolis area. And I hadn't seen her for almost 50 years. And we write now and talk on the phone. And we should do that. We should check on people we've known in the past and see if they still remember us or still have a need or want to be in touch. Listeners, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Kathy Weckworth with Your Best. And tonight I have my mom on as my guest. We're talking to Lita. Mom has been discussing the importance of encouraging others. Jim Stovall, author of The Ultimate Gift, says, You need to be aware of what others are doing, applaud their efforts, acknowledge their successes, and encourage them in their pursuits. When we all help one another, everybody wins. I like that thought. Here's a song from Carrie Job that encourages us to think along those same lines. Let's listen to Everyone Needs a Little. Everyone 
Job with Everyone Needs a Little. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Your Best with Kathy Weckworth, and my guest is my mom. We're talking about something that I think mom is really great at, and that's giving encouragement. Mom, what's one final thing that you can tell the listeners that will motivate them to take time to encourage others? I think if we check around and look even like on our own street or our own area, and even in our own church, if we look around, we'll see somebody that we know needs a good word or a little help. And if we start there, start on a small scale in our own area, and then we will look out and see others in a bigger area. Oh, I think that's great, Mom. And I know in your small town, you have incredible friends. I think about your church friends, how wonderful and supportive they are. I think about Richard and Kim across the street and Roberta, and you have really great friends that encourage you by even doing small things for you, mowing the lawn, or you know, you talk about Roberta, and you guys will shop at the store and share groceries. All of those things are encouraging. So I want to encourage the listeners tonight that if you just take a little time you think about who's around you, you look out, look at them, look at their needs. Small things will make a difference in their lives. Small things will change their attitude and make things better. Well, thanks, Mom, for being with me today. I'm sure I'll call you later and chat, okay? Bye now. Bye-bye. Listeners, here's a great quote from Zig Ziglar. You never know when one act or one word of encouragement can change a life forever. And I think about that with my friend Tyler. I met him in Wilmer at First Baptist Church many years ago. And when I first saw him, I thought, wow, that young guy has some incredible talent. And I put him in my dramas right there at church. And the next thing I knew, he and his mom and his brother were written into many of my dramas. And as the years have gone by, I've just watched Tyler. He serves on our, on our drama team for, for Best Life. I've watched him grow into this young, amazing man who's going to Northwestern College and planning on being a pastor. And so I asked him recently, Tyler, do you feel that positive, encouraging words are prevalent today with your age group? Now, he's, you know, in the young 20s. And here's what Tyler answered. No, I would certainly say that positive words and encouraging comments are not prevalent, but neither are critical words or harmful, mean words. Those aren't around so much either. Really, words are scarce because we've turned people into merely likes on Facebook little pieces of affirmation to ourselves. See, we've forgotten that people exist. Social media has convinced us that we exist to show the world who we are, and the rest of the world exists to take notice. And the only way that I see to end this narcissistic cycle is really to go back to the basics. Seeing our peers, the people we run into on the street, the people we interact with in our lives, our family, our friends, our God's children, created by him in his image, and therefore given implicit value. If we see life from this perspective, we can't help but take notice of others. And if we take notice of others, if we actually see others as people again, the natural response will be to encourage them. Thanks so much, Tyler, and I know you're going to be listening to this, so let me just tell you again how incredibly proud I am of who you are and who God is making you to be. 
If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Your Best with Kathy Weckworth. And tonight we're talking about the topic of encouragement. And I have my family on and friends today. And my daughter is here, Janessa. Hi, Janessa. Hi, Mom. I just want to ask a quick question. Do you think that if people made more of an effort to encourage young adults such as yourself, that it would help with so many kids who are really struggling with today's problems like depression and anxiety? Well, I think that encouragement definitely motivates people. Um, It motivates my students and it motivates um, the children at the school especially. Um, But I think with positive reinforcement, it just, if you, if you continue to encourage them with positive reinforcement, you see that it's a better outcome for them. You know, if they believe in themselves, they start to believe and act upon their actions. And if I believe in them, they're more likely to believe in themselves, um, which in turn just makes it better for everybody. So people my age are often influenced by what they see and hear through the media. Um, happens all the time, you know, through Facebook, Um, any stories that we see in magazines. I think if there were more encouraging um, things that we see and less judgmental and bullying acts, then, you know, the current outcome could shift people and it would be more positive about everything in general. I love that, Nessa. Thank you so much for that help. And Janessa's an elementary art teacher, so she certainly knows about children, and she also knows about young people that are her age. And I think what an incredible thing it is to take time to encourage. Thanks for being with me, Ness. Thanks, Mom. I found that as a leader, I could get really busy and time would go by quickly before I'd think about encouraging others. Both my mom and Tyler talked about looking around and seeing other people, being aware of their needs. Well, I decided it was time to set aside one hour on Monday mornings and call it Encouraging Mondays. I would think about each person on my staff and jot them a quick email just to let them know what I appreciate about them. Nothing long or elaborate, just good stuff. It makes you feel good. It makes people feel good. And it develops a strong team when you take the time to encourage. When people feel better about themselves, well, they just do better. Well, today's a day for family and good friends. So I brought into the studio my wonderful sister-in-law, Mary. Now, the thing that is so great about Mary is that she's an incredible encourager. Sometimes I will pray and say, God, I just feel like I need to have my spirits lifted today. Can't you just send me some signal, some clue that you're in my life working right now? And it never fails. Mary will be the person that steps up to bat. She won't even know. She just gets a prompting. She'll sit down at the email and write me an encouraging email that tells me I'm doing great work for God and that she loves me. And that's the kind of family and friend that you want to have. And that's who Mary is to me. So I dragged her right into the studio. She's one of those quiet people in life. But she's here because she wants you to know about encouragement. So I'm going to ask her a question here. Mary, give us a couple of examples of how you encourage others. And what does it feel like when you are delivering that encouragement to people? Well, thank you, Kathy, for your words of praise and acknowledgement to me. That means a lot to me. Encouraging others makes me feel good. I feel grateful that that person is in my life, that he or she has touched my life, or I have seen how they have touched someone else's life. Encouraging others gives me the opportunity to bring joy to someone's day, to let them know that what they do or what they have done does make a difference and it is appreciated. 
Encouraging others is a way for me to express my thanks, my gratitude to that person and to God. Encouragement can be verbal or written. It can be as easy as a text or an email or a note. Some ways you can encourage others. First of all, you could just say what you appreciate about that person or what they add to your days or your life. Second, you can mention things that you notice someone does well. Let them know the strengths that you see in them. Third, listen to others. If someone thinks they aren't good at something or if they're struggling in some area, think of examples where that person has done well in that area and tell them about it. And finally, just look for opportunities to build someone up through the use of words. For me, it can be a real day brightener when I receive a text or email from someone out of the blue with encouraging and appreciative words. I like to try to bring that kind of joy to others through words of encouragement and thanks. God has blessed me with very special people in my life, and it is so important to me that they know the impact they have on my life and how much I appreciate them. Mary, thanks so much for those affirming words about encouragement. I believe it's so true. And what I really loved about what you said is that you were thinking not only of the person and appreciating and valuing them, but you were also thinking about appreciating God. What a great thing. What a great way to think of it, that you're not just looking at that person as someone valuable in your life, but that you have understood God has put that person in your life. Well, one of the things that I've seen over the years is that many people will get turned around by someone simply believing in them and who they are. The value of simple, positive reinforcement is so incredibly powerful. Here are some ideas of how to encourage, and Mary gave us a few of these already. Number one, verbally affirm them. Number two, call them on the phone. Number three, send a note, email, text, or Facebook message. Number four, purchase something little for them. Number five, show up at an event for them. Number six, deliver a meal or mow their lawn. Number seven, the biggest way to encourage others is with just a simple statement. It doesn't have to be anything fancy or particularly thought out, just simple words like, wow, you're great at that, or you did a really nice job, or you can say, you're amazing, you're a wonderful friend, you're talented at playing the piano, that baseball game that you just played, anything to give them affirmation. That's what encouragement is. When we believe in people, they do better. And when they do better, it's just a better life, our best life. Friends, I want to tell you about a story that happened to me. If you're anything like me, you love encouragement, and people today don't really take time to do it. When I worked at a church as a worship director, I loved to pray. It's one of my ways of encouraging people, and I love to encourage my congregation. So intermittently between songs, I would pray. And one day, someone came up to me and said they didn't like the way that I prayed. They said, you talk in a very strange radio voice when you pray. And I said, I'm so sorry. That's the voice God gave me. And they kind of made fun of me. And I felt so hurt because they said, your prayers just don't seem to really make sense. It was hurtful. And just like encouragement can build people up, boy, those negative words can tear you right down. I went home that night and I was fretting and troubled. And I got up the next day and at work, I couldn't even think. I just felt sorry for myself. And I prayed and I said to God, I really need some encouragement. Is there something wrong with the way I'm praying? 
Well, that night, that very night, I had a Bible study. And what do you think I was leading my study on? About 35 people were coming to listen to me talk about prayer, how to develop a good, strong prayer life. Well, we broke off into little groups and we got into our circles and I was still fussing in my mind and fretting and fuming about those words that had been sent to me. They hurt. And as we got in a circle, one of the men that was in the circle had never said a word. I kept thinking, wow, is he ever going to say anything? And he looked up and he said, you know, before we start tonight, could I, could I just say something? And I said, of course. And he said, I just want to let you know the reason that I come here, the reason that I come to this church is because I love to hear you pray. After that man said that, I broke into tears how embarrassing for all of us. I just began to cry. He said, you know, I don't like to talk and now I'm never going to talk again. I've made you cry. And I explained to him that he was the encouragement that God needed me to hear. He was sending me the words right from my heart to my mind. They seared back and forth between what I was hearing, what I was grasping, what I was learning and what I was worrying about and everything came to a halt. No longer was I fretting. Just even if one person came to our church and was moved because of a prayer, that was all that was important. Those bad words went right away because of one man's willingness and his brave attitude to share with me encouragement. I just want to tell you today, it's so important to make time to tell people you're doing a great job. Take some time today to build into someone and encourage their spirit. It takes a few moments to create a simple backup plan on the hard drive of our lives. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal encouragement and good hope, encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word. That was from 2 Thessalonians 2.16. Let me pray with you, dear Heavenly Father. Help us to become people who invest in others, encourage others, help others, and show the love of Christ to others. Help us to build into their hearts and spirits by lifting them up and encouraging them just as you encourage us. In Jesus' name, amen. If you missed last week's show, you can listen to the podcast at www.935kscr.com or sign up for the podcast on iTunes at Kathy Weckworth, Your Best. For more encouragement and hope, log on to our website at bestlifeministries.com. And for more information about me, you can log on to kathyweckworth.com. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Tune in next week at 6.30 p.m. on our station, KSCR 93.5 FM. And until next time, I encourage you to go out and be your best.